When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flag Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow pow pow! I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to the Melchester Odyssey. I have in my hand the 8th of January 1983 issue of Roar of the Rovers. It always feels very modern when I'm saying 1983 because it was 1981 when we started doing this, didn't it? 83 feels like we've leapt into the some kind of well, fucking future you're in world. 1983, you know, you're balls deep into, um, you know, you're, you're about to begin Thatcher's second term. Yeah. Yeah, Bright, we've had the Falklands. We've Brighton had the Royal have reached Wedding. the cup final. We've had the yeah. Falklands. I don't but know what's... The Royal, that, the Royal Wedding was... Uh, what, 82. July 81, wasn't it? Oh, was it? So for that, that doesn't feel like long ago since we did that. It must have been a year and a half since we did that, and now we're at January 83. And I think the... Um, what year was the Basran terrorist incident? Was that 86? It's not Basran, is it? Basran's a real place. It's called Bazaran was. Ba- it's called Bazaran or it's <clears throat> Bacarana or something like that. I thought it was Bazran. Is Bazran a real place? Yeah, Bazran's in Iraq. They went yeah, down the Gulf the, War. It, it, uh, it says here the Middle Eastern fictional state of Bazran, the Great oh, Manchester okay. Massacre. All right, stand corrected. I I thought it was a real place in the Gulf War, but someone a squaddy bought my old Perjo <laughs> in about two thousand and. Um, <laughs> Such a weird what? day. In about 2006, what? right, I put my... I had this Perjo, but quite like a... You know, it's like a hot hatch. But, of course, I yeah. didn't fucking try. I just used it to get it's, around in. But when I advertised going... Celix, I was getting a new car, this squaddy mm. was straight on the line to me. He goes, I'll come over today. And I was like, oh, OK. And he came round <laughs> to my flat, and he was like, we're going to have a drive around in it. So I went, all right. So we had a drive around. He goes, I'll take it. But you've got to get it MOT'd. If it passes the MOT, I'll buy it for your asking price. I said, oh, all right. So the next thing I know, I'm with this guy. He's a complete fucking stranger. He's come from outside of London. But like a moment's right. notice, like it's pretty high octane sort of character. Yeah, but I was like, like, you yeah. know me, 
I'm a journalist. I go with experiences like this. Exactly, right? yeah, yeah. So I fucking, next time I'm with this bloke and we're, he's convinced me to get an MOT for my car. The MOT wasn't due. He just said, get an MOT to prove it's roadworthy. Mm. Then I'm fine. So Fair I go, enough. all right. So we take it down to the MOT place and they go, it's going to be a couple of hours, mate. And before I can answer, he goes, no problem. We'll go for it. We'll go to the pub for some lunch. And I said, well, we'll <laughs> so then he just walks. So he didn't know the area at all. He walks and just he chooses the pub. It's my area. You ain't going nowhere. He goes, you ain't going on. out of my sight. Yes, come on. Till we'll this transaction is completed. We'll go in here. And I remember he had a chicken. He goes, pint of Stella, chicken burger and chips. Didn't even look at the menu, right? <laughs> And I went, fuck it up, all right. chicken burgers. Yeah, I think you might have always given it like, he'll have the same. Yeah. <laughs> Cunty bollocks here, will have the same. Yeah, same for the monkey. <laughs> I'm about to buy his fucking motor off him. <laughs> he thinks I am. So we sat down, and that's what but master. So I said, so at this stage, I'd been with him for a couple of hours already, right? And I was just, I was flying by the seat of my pants. This I wasn't brilliant. sure whether I loved him, feared him, or a combination of two. And I go, so uh, what is it you do for a living? I'm a squaddy. I just got back from Basran. <laughs> Actually, I know what it was. It was Basra. It's Basra, I, yeah. I was about to say that it. Was it. And I go, oh, up. oh, great. And I think I might have mumbled some fucking bullshit platitude about, yeah. thank you so much for your service. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for keeping us all safe. It's, it's people like you that let me sleep soundly at night. You're and such the, a hero. The, 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 the Saddam is not going. The forces of Saddam are not going to get me in my bed. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I've got, you know, I've got, I've got a direct debit to donate to help for heroes. You know, <laughs> I've even got a badge. I forgot to put it on today. <laughs> right. That's, he goes, know. yeah. He couldn't give a fuck what I did, but he did say. Yeah, that car you got, it's one of those cars that's really good, but you wouldn't know it. And I go, wouldn't I? And he goes, nah, I mean, living in London, what do you do with a car here? Fucking drive it around at 20 miles per hour in traffic, get bumps and scrapes, <laughs> no one fucking notices. You never open the engine up. He goes, you got a motor like that round my way? I don't know where he fucking lived out in like Hertfordshire or something. He goes, that's a proper <laughs> fucking motor. I mean, I'll be doing damage in that on the country roads, mate. <laughs> he goes, a car like that is wasted on a bloke like you. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll be in fucking Lidl's car park doing fucking donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Not like you. What are you fucking titting about in it for? Poodle, poodle, poodle. Poodle, poodle to go and get your fucking organic carrots, is it? You fucking fucking poodling Timmy. <laughs> is that your name? <laughs> right. Then he, he fucking demolishes chicken burger. I remember it's all like all over his face when we were eating it. He's downed his fucking Stella. I've had a Stella too, just because I've sort of thought, oh, maybe I, I don't want to anger him. I don't usually drink alcohol before six. <laughs> I better have a beer. Right? So I'm like, oh, I'm a bit woozy. He's like, right, that's that done. Let's get back to the garage. Right? So I'm like, ah. So Here's up. a question. Have you ever had sex with a man in public? <laughs> uh, what? Uh, why? <laughs> uh, just answer it, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so we fucking <laughs> we, right, right, we walk back at high speed squaddy speed March. What, do they, what do they call it now they've got a word, word, word for walking haven't they oh yomping yeah no, was it yomping <laughs> so anyway 
we get back to the fucking place high speed. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh I've got fizzy beer and chicken inside of me. I feel <laughs> disorientated. I I usually, if I have a high carbohydrate lunch, I usually have to have a nap afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm not myself. Shut it. <laughs> We're going back to the garage to see the party MOT. <laughs> we get back and they go, it's failed your emissions MOT. Oh, fuck. And I've no. gone, oh, no. And he's gone, fuck. And I go, well, look, how am I, I going to... I just want him to fuck off and I want him to buy the car. At that stage, he could have just said to me, I'll offer you less. I'll give car. you 10 I'll, quid for it. I'll yeah. give you, like, you know, because I would have said, all right, well, <coughs> knock off however much it's going to cost for you to fucking get that fixed once you've oh, got the car. God. And they, the guy at the garage goes, listen, to be honest, he goes... I shouldn't tell you this, the gaffer wouldn't like it. We can either fix that. He goes, it's going to cost you a few hundred quid. But he goes, to be honest, he goes, if you had this out, like on the motorway match room, you see, I said, no. He goes, you know what you can do? He goes, if you take this out and fucking open up the engine a bit on a main road. Yeah. yeah. He goes, you will. He goes, you will clear out. You will clear out the catalytic converter or whatever. He goes, you come yeah. back. We'll test it again. It'll be fine. So yeah. I go, oh, uh, and I didn't really want to do that. So I was hoping he'd just say, I'll just say, look, I'll knock 100 quid off. Just take the car. And he goes, right, let's do it. We're going for a ride. We're going for a ride. <laughs> so I thought, oh, fuck, he wants to do it. And he goes, you're driving. Because he'd had a test drive. But, like, we had to get up on the M40 at this stage, right? And he's going, we're on the M40. We're go- you're going to have to open it up. We don't want getting stopped with me on it and uninsured. So I go, oh, okay. So we get out. So then he's intimidating me to drive faster than I'm comfortable with, Andy, right? Yeah. Because we were on the M40 but or the A40, but it was busy, right? So it's not a yeah. big stretch of road, and it's not a national speed limit. It's still like the M- the A40 going through West London. Floor it! I go, oh, that's all I should. <laughs> Fucking floor it or it'll fail again. <laughs> like, I think this will be sufficient. It's not just the speed, I think it's the length of the journey. You can't go faster than that, but there's a car in front of me. Go round him! Ah! (laughs) I'm just a journalist. Don't make me do this. I've not been to Basra. We're not in Basra now, we're in Shepherd's Bush. In the end, thank fuck. I'd spent by the end of all this to-ing and fro-ing to the garage and the pub and all of that. He was with me the whole day. He finally bought the car and fucked off. But when my wife came back, she was like, what's the matter with you? You look like, you look like <laughs> shit. And I said, fucking hell, I sold the motor. And she went, oh, that's good. Beat and wall. I said, yeah, but you wouldn't believe it. I said, this fucking squad turned up like, I've no sooner placed the ad online in fucking Exchange and Mart that there was this fucking nutter at our front door, bang, bang, banging, who said he'd brought the cash with him, but started firing instructions at me. And she said, well, why didn't you just tell him to go away? I said, I couldn't. I just went with it. I've been with him all fucking day. I said, he's made me have a pint at lunchtime. He's made me have a chicken burger. I've been driving up the M40 at dangerous speeds. I thought I was going to die. I thought he was going to bump me at one point. Fucking hell. So you got rid of him and you got rid of the car. I got rid of him. I got rid of the car. I haven't heard from him since. But I always think of him when I think of Basra. He's said, I was squatting. I just got back from Basra. And I was like, ah! <laughs> I thought, fucking hell, this man's just Fuck got back me. from, like, killing people. God, can I just say, 
Can I just say, I, I, I just love the fact that we've been doing this podcast for three and a half years, and that's the first time this story surfaced. <laughs> Fucking hell. Hats off and to it's you, only mate. because the Basra came out, I wouldn't have remembered it. There's certain Jesus. things that trigger you. Trigger Fucking the old memory. Hell. I hope that was helpful for you. I hope it was <laughs> cleansing. <laughs> Jesus what Christ. Up to now. Hope he's not dead. He was all right, really. I mean, he didn't bum yeah. me. That's the main thing. Maybe he's a listener to the podcast. <laughs> Let's be honest, he could have done. And back then yeah. as well, I was really, you know, I, <clears> I, I, I was I was just the sort of look that would have encouraged a bumming as well. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I still had my long hair. I was very <clears> slim. It would have, you, yeah. you could have almost not blamed him if he had done yeah, it. Yeah, you were but, you were really bummable. I was I was so bummable, um, highly bummable. But, yeah. but uh, there was a review of a show I did where it said uh, Delaney, but uh, I assume by a homosexual um, television writer yeah. who wrote uh, on on it was only like on a website. He said it it helps that Delaney has a face that is perfect for the taking it scene in a French gay porno. <laughs> and I and I printed it out and stuck it on my office wall. It was for our kids, obviously. That's well, a fucking great compliment. I'd get on a fucking t-shirt. Fucking hell! Who wrote that? It was on a. It was on a site called TV Custard. Right. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it. I think I, I don't know. Whether vaguely it was... remember it. Yeah. 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 Fucking yeah. hell! I find well it. It was nice. He said. It, I mean, it, I'm assuming it'll still be there somewhere. These things sort of have a half life, don't they? It was a nice review, and that was the best bit in it. Delaney has a face that's perfect for a taking it role in a French porno. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Really specific. Definitely. Well, well done. Well done to you. Well um, done to me. That's a proud yeah. one. But also well done to that squaddy for not making me take it. For not... For not he held yeah. back. Absolutely. Let's look at Roy of the Rovers, I think. If that's all right with you. Um, yeah, 8th of January 1983. Uh, at the top of the page, it tells us what's what's been going on. Injuries to some of his best players had forced Roy to make several changes, including the return of veteran Melchester Rovers goalkeeper Tubby Morton. But it was Roy, following a domestic tiff, tiff in inverted commas, <laughs> for some reason, with his wife, who committed the foul, which led to Tynecaster taking a shock early lead. Yeah, Roy's fucking properly on edge here. Um, who's, who's that cunt? Who's, who's this cunt with the hair? Who's this? You see him? This cunt. Who the fuck's this? Uh, Which what? one? Uh, this this one with the fucking blonde hair and the moustache. Who the fuck's he? That's Steve Naylor, I think. Oh, yeah. I've not he seen looks Steve like he's trying to fucking act like Roy. He, he, he's he grown looks a like Roy, but Roy with his last haircut from the 70s. Yeah. Look, yeah, right, you... I got a haircut like yours. Fuck it, Al. Yeah, I've moved yeah, on like now. mine was five years ago when it was still yeah. fashionable, you daft cunt. You look like the singer out of Sweet, you fucking arsehole. I asked for your current haircut, but no one would give it to me. Yeah, that's right, because I've been yeah. around every fucking salon I'll and bar yeah. in Melchester <laughs> saying if anyone asks for this haircut, it's fucking banned. I've taken out a mass injunction against every barber within 20 miles in this stadium. Don't worry, they know where they're pressed. So, no chance. I've always had a very good relationship with the barber community round here. <laughs> Arrangements have been made. I help them, what? they help me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm like it, what, Jimmy yeah. Hoffa to them. <laughs> it is Stephen Hiller. Uh, Noel Baxter's giving him some. Uh, 
You should have been covering the guy who scored, Steve. Steve says, come off it. I was waiting for Roy to get in the wall. And Duncan Mackay says, hey, it's the boss you should be having a go at. Now, only Duncan Mackay can say that, really. No one else could get away with blaming Roy when Roy's fucking three feet away. Roy's scratching his head. Roy doesn't know what's fucking going on. I think Roy has been in some kind of trance, uh, infuriated by his uh, domestic tiff and all the piss taking he's had from the team. Uh, let's not forget that Noel Baxter was dancing around in the towel half an hour ago, wasn't he, in the in the fucking dressing room? The cant. Um, and the Lampards in the crowd, of course, the Greek chorus are observing all of this. This is amazing. The game's only five minutes old and the Rovers are arguing like alley cats. And Roy's getting most of the blame, says another one. Alley um, cats, and they yeah. are, they're all there in a big circle, arguing a toss about who's responsible you for the goal. You fucking bunch of alley cats. Jalapeño. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Jalapeño. That's Tubby Morton who breaks up the squabble. Tubby Morton wades in. I reckon you're, you're being a bit harsh on Roy. We were all to blame for that one. You're doing his voice wrong. He's like, well, I'm not to come to socialize and talk the old customers, Mr. Creus, out there from what you play the end of life. Yeah. Um, Wait, who's that? He's, 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 the tabbiness can get to your. Um, is it the esophagus? How do you say that? Esophagus. The esophagus. esophagus. You can get yeah. a fat. There's a condition that is fatty esophagus. Fat neck. Yeah. That can be the main cause of snoring is is a fat neck and the esophagus being surrounded by fat. That's what causes yeah, snoring. Yeah, makes sense, it. doesn't it? So, uh, but, uh, fucking Glenn Ritchie, the new signing from Scotland, he takes control of the situation and he says, Tubby's right. Let's go for the equaliser and leave the inquest until half time. Um, and someone in the crowd says, that's the stuff, Glenn Ritchie. Stop fucking licking Glenn Ritchie's ass because he's a fucking new, you fucking pervert. Um, but as the game kicked off again, what's this we see? Why it's January? Of course, it's snowing. Um, it's starting to snow. Heavy stuff too. Um, <laughs> I'm going home, or I shall catch a chill. <laughs> Goodbye. But we're only twenty minutes s- into the game. Well, <laughs> nothing's worth getting a cold and the sniffles, is it? it I shall listen to the rest on the way home on my transistor radio. By quarter to five, there could be a covering. It could be all slippy underfoot. 
<laughs> I always go home with the first flake of snow that I see. <laughs> I'll go home, sit in front of the fire and have a hot toddy. <laughs> I'll cuddle up with a hot bottle, my hot water bottle and my thicky oh. socks. My wife calls it my Walter Hottle bottle. <laughs> Hopefully she'll suck me off. Am <laughs> <laughs> I kidding? I don't have a wife. I live alone. <laughs> um, and the other one says, it'll cause a few problems Roy wasn't expecting. Or did Roy not look at the fucking weather forecast before the game? Fucking... You know, fail to prepare, prepare to fail and all that. Sure enough, as the pitch became treacherous, uh, and there we are, we've got um, Steve Naylor slipping over, going flat on his fucking arse. Fuck. Um, Searching yeah. right. <laughs> Steve goes, Alf! Of course, obviously, what he really says is, fuck! <laughs> um, Steve Naylor slipped. The casters, the caster right wing is through. <laughs> These are the days before... Um, Undersoil heating though, isn't it? And you'd regularly oh, yeah. get a cover in the oh, snow. Well, I was having a conversation about undersoil heating yesterday, yeah. Were you? Yeah? Yeah. Who with? Yeah? Liverpool fan. Because <laughs> um, I'm so pathetic. I was talking to this Liverpool fan, a mate of mine, about um, it, like the, the, the 1986 football season where West Ham missed out on the league title by a few points in last week. To yeah. Liverpool, it was a three-way so race. Much of the season because West Ham go on about this so much. Bam. It's almost I, I bore myself. It's so embarrassing uh. that our big thing that we talk about all <laughs> misty eyed is when we once came fucking third. Yeah. Right, it's fucking ridiculous, but nevertheless we do. And uh, and I always go to him. Yes, but you see, we didn't have under soil heating at the time, and the pitch was yeah. frozen all winter, so we had to play some fucking silly claim that we. Uh, well, it's true. But I always exaggerate. We had to play something like 10 fucking games in two weeks or something mad at the end of the season. As if he yeah. fucking cares. It's just one other title. We would have probably won, but you had the luxury of under soil heating. <laughs> He's like, yeah, all, all, all right, well, cunt. Keep well, telling well, yourself that. Yeah. Long time ago, though, wasn't it? <laughs> exactly. I forgot about it. We've won the league since like, quite a few times. I think we won the double that year. I can't remember because we won it so many times. Exactly. <laughs> so fucking. I can hear myself saying it, and it's just like, oh god, here I go. Under soil eating, blah blah blah. <laughs> it's probably a big match revisited stuff. Um. So uh, the right wing is through. Uh, Tubby could only palm the cross away. Uh, Get in there, Timecaster. This is a Timecaster fan. And fucking Racy's there in the box, booting the fucker behind the goal away for a corner. I don't know what he's doing back defending, but it's just chaos, this. There's snow starting to lie on the pitch now. Um, <clears throat> Racy got there first. Well cleared, Roy. But that was close. The Melchester defence is really taking a hammering. <laughs> um, and then one of the Tank Aster fans with a smug look on his face says, what do you expect with an old age pensioner and girl? And his pal says, aye, it's time they put Tubby Morton back in mothballs, if you ask me. <laughs> Fucking hell. So th- this takes an incredible turn at half-time. They go in at half-time. They're in the dressing room. Uh, it says, Roy was worried about Tubby too. And he's saying to Tubby, that snow will be driving straight into your face in the second half, old son. 
and so Tubby are my says, fucking fist if you carry on playing the way you are. <laughs> Tubby reaches into his fucking wash bag, whatever it is. He goes, don't worry, Roy. I remember to pack my magic cap. And he's pulled a fucking flat cap out of his bag. And then, and he says, and my old gloves to give me a firm grip on the ball. So I'm all set. It can snow as hard as it likes. And he's put a fucking pair of driving gloves on. I can't stand snow on my arm. And sometimes it looks like marshmallow. I can't help myself, but start eating it. But when I do it, just turns into water. Very frustrating. And then I can't stop thinking about mashed potato. Um, uh, marshmallow. Any lovely white food, even like vanilla ice cream. Oh, no, I get distracted. Something awful. Oh, I can't focus on anything else until I've had some mashed potato or ice cream or that. I wonder if I can put some mashed potato in this cup. We'll do it. Like a panic bear with his job somewhere. <laughs> Once in a while, while the ball's up the other end, I can slip a finger up, scoop a bit out, and sneak it in my mouth. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Lovely bit of mask gets you through the game. <laughs> and they're driving gloves he's put on. I mean, what the fuck? Well, I haven't played in that long. I haven't actually got any goalie gloves, so I just use these instead. <laughs> So, no, I lost my sponsorship deal, didn't I? Because Roy took it off of me. I can't remember why. So I wasn't allowed it. Because he wasn't able to wet his beak because he didn't wear goalie gloves. So he said I weren't allowed them. So I'd have to wear my driving gloves instead. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, um... String back they yeah. are. Fucking good, then. <laughs> They cost a lot of money, but they last for fucking years. Oh, it saves you getting your fucking bare hands on a steering wheel, which is dead uncomfy. <laughs> so he's dressed up there with his fucking driving gloves and his flat cap on. He says, as the Rovers went out again, <coughs> um, Yeah, look at old Tubby now, they say. All he needs is a pipe and a scarf, and they can use him as a snowman. Gee, <laughs> cunt. Um, so the, the pitch is pretty much all white now. Um, and it says, with the wind in their favour, Tynecaster was soon on the attack. Um, but a long ball comes in. A long ball pumped straight into the goal mouth. Morton's had it. Uh, and he comes for it, jumps, shouts, goalies. Um, and he does, he catches it. Uh, no, great catch. He saw it all the way. Uh, I imagined it was a massive dumpling. <laughs> oh, I can't get the food made of a dumpling, I'll tell you what. Oh, that. If I say a dumpling, I just have to eat it. How am I a bit on someone else's plate? And that's got me into a bit of bother in the past at all. <laughs> Stealing dumplings. Daddy. I'll tell you, people don't like it if you're at the pub on a Sunday and you nick the dumpling. They don't react well, but I, what did the talk to call it again? It's pathological with me. <laughs> me and Dumplings. Um, it reminds me of the relationship between Lee Taylor and Richard Barton. 
It's dangerous, but it's electric. It's the dangerous fucking addictive. Keep going back for more. Even though I know it's bad for me. <laughs> That's me and dumplings. Well, Matt's made in heaven, but also Matt's made in hell in a way. <laughs> the yin and yang is it, really? A lot of people like dumplings with gravy, but I prefer, actually prefer them dry. I'm one of the few <laughs> people who prefers a dry dumpling. It's strange. I like the way they're sticky. As long as they're nice and soggy in the middle. With a nice <laughs> crust. Sometimes they stick to the roof of my mouth and I have to try and claw oh. it out with my hands. And then I wash them down with a handful of mashed potato. Oh. <laughs> I love stickiness in my guts, I don't know why. I think it goes back to childhood. Make me think of my mum. <laughs> oh, a big close association with some of my childhood trauma and my need to fill my guts with sticky food. Sam <laughs> <laughs> <Some> Rolling Poly. <laughs> sticky toffee pudding. Oh, and of course, Hustin. To drink. And a little stick to the inside of your guts, it don't turn to shit so quick, so you're not having to shit all the time. You keep feeling sticking to your ribs. Like it's you're doing great. your foods, you're always having to shit, man. <laughs> I don't know if this is actually listenable at this point. <laughs> Possibly not. Possibly not. Uh, oh, Jesus. So, all right. All right, Tommy, I'll get the fucking picture. Fucking just take the gold kick, will ya? <laughs> Jesus. Get all of the ball. Dumpling, gonna, whatever. Why don't we practice counter-attacks? You're giving them a chance to get back now because you're there giving us your fucking life story. <laughs> Who are you, Nigel fucking Slater? <laughs> so he catches it, but then in the next frame it says, then, although Tubby seemed to have the ball and himself under perfect control, he's let it slip. It slipped out of his hands. Oh, I've lost the dumpling. Oh, fucking hell! <laughs> Mother! Mother! And the crowd said, he's down and he's lost the ball. Uh, win or lose, this must be his last game for the Rovers. And it ends with Tubby saying, Oomph. Oh, fucking hell! <laughs> the ball. Fucking squirrels freaks my last hands. game for the Rovers. I'm sick of it. <laughs> right, I'm just not up to this anymore. <laughs> uh, then it says uh, our time cast are about to increase their lead find out next week uh, marks out a 10 there Sam that's a 10 for me 10 it's a 10 that one yeah absolutely it's a 10 all uh, the way so that's that one there's one other story that we need to follow up from last week which was the hard man story yeah that was getting um, really good where uh, Sir William Dartington the chairman of Danefield United uh, Victor Boscovich the deranged East European Spherical coach has quit. Uh, so Sir William Dartington is on the phone. Is that Roy Race? This is Sir William Dartington, chairman of Danefield United. We want you here at Danefield, Roy, as player manager. You can name your own salary. And then we just see uh, what Roy says coming out of the earpiece of the phone. That's a fabulous offer, Sir William, and I'm flattered. <laughs> Be more than flattered, Roy. Accept the offer. You're the only person who could take over from Victor Boscovich. Uh, then Roy says, I'm sorry, sir, there's only one answer I can give you, and that has to be no. I would recommend you find Victor and persuade him to withdraw his resignation. 
Uh, Do not ask me to explain my decision. (laughs) It is complex and it is mainly tax related. There are many moving parts in this decision, (laughs) which I will not prepared to divulge to you but it was impossible for me to take up the offer at this point in time Partly or indeed within the next 10 I years am, I am required by law to spend more than 52% of the year in Bermuda now I won't go into <laughs> why but I have an arrangement with the way I clock in at Mel Park that allows me to bend that rule a little <laughs> it took many years to set it up in that way and moving club at the moment is just not going to fucking help the centre circle at Mel Park has now been designated as part of Bermudan territory and uh, as long as I step in that centre circle once every three days uh, my tax affairs remain in order it means I'm effectively playing 0% tax and (laughs) you cannot argue with that, good on the Bermudans (laughs) So there we are, and then uh, that's basically it. Darlington's rang Roy, Roy's gone, nope, sorry. Uh, so there was a big setup and dealt with really quickly in the next episode, so that's that. They don't even get Sir Of Ramsey in the fucking Fuck sort it out, which is a shame. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you must be fucking joking. Um, there we go, I think we'll leave it there. That's it from this one. We'll be back with more from Melchester next week. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW.